Alright, we locked in right now. It's the Will One Podcast. It's your boy Master Twice. Got a special guest in the cut right here. It's Hello, my big Will. homie Mike right here. What's up, brother? How you know, he had to come in, pop in on me. I, you know, I really appreciate it. You know, I love it. You know, I love, love the vibes. It's been a long time coming. You know years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We go way back. You know what I'm saying? If you didn't know, now you know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyways, but you know, Mike, we're just going to get into it like how we usually do it. It's going to jump right into it. Absolutely. And the way we usually do it out here is I love to get into like, you know, the early life, you know what I'm saying? Where you come from, where you grew up, the family life, like siblings, all that type of stuff. Like, you know, as far back as you can remember. Just let us know the story, you know? Oof. That's a, that's, a, that's a lot to unpack right there. It is, but you know, that's a, that, that, it's the mm-hmm. Will Well podcast. We keep a wheel out here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, well, for those of you who don't know me, who uh, I used to go by Michael, now I go by Mike. Michael's too white, too formal for me. Ah, uh, but but uh, I'm originally from uh, Rexdale, Toronto, Ontario. So we, Shout out. We go to school together. We went to school. Uh, shout out to Emery. Shout out to all the people that we know there. You know what I'm saying? Shout all out the- to all my eagles. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. For, and for the ones that have come back on the shows and whatnot as well. Um, wow. What's the question again? Just like, you know, family life. Like, growing up. Like, you know, like, as far as you can back, back as you remember. Like, you know, let awesome. me know about that. Ooh, fuck. That's a tough question. You're talking to an Asian minority out there. Yeah, exactly. That's why, that's why I want to hear it. I, we need to get this story. <laughs> You don't see too many uh, Asians in uh, Rexdale, to be honest. You see them more into um, the Jane and Finch, Jane and Shepherd kind of uh, kind of vibes, and that's kind of where they migrate. And uh, if not, they go up to Vaughn, Markham, et cetera, et cetera. So being pretty much from the hood, to be honest, like it was fucking tough. Like going from one end to the other, always being called chink, always being called tight eyes, wide eyes. It was um. That's some fucked up shit, by the way. Like, you know, I just, I just had to put that out there, like you know. I I really honestly didn't look at at it as too much of like a racism kind of thing. I'm like, yo, what you're saying is facts. So it never <laughs> never really bothered me to that extent where I got upset, but it really kind of, in a way, made my name out there. Like, yo, we know who that is. So it was cool in a sense that people started recognizing me not just for being Asian, but then also being like really good at sports rather than academics so that's kind of where i stood out i I, like you know before we get more into the family i kind of like want to unpack that a lot like you know that whole perspective of like okay the asian kid male or female you got to be like excel academics but then they don't think about like the other things that you might like enjoy Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, like for me, the stereotype was you got to be a doctor, you got to be like uh, a lawyer. You, but like my parents really heavily pushed to do medicine, to do something with that because you get the status of, yo, you're a doctor. Mm. And to me, that never really um, resonated with me. Like as much as I like health and I still am in health now, I chose more of a practical route. Um, just because the more I really think about it, and the, like when I was about to do my MCAT and all that, I'm just like. Why am I going to prescribe someone a pill that is sold full on lies? A pill is not going to save you from your bad eating habits, your high blood pressure, your 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 overweight, obesity aspect. It will be there to be um, a supplement to help you, but it's not going to be the cure to all evil. So 
now being like a personal trainer and like running a gym, running a team and all that, I really get to be on the ground floor and helping others like yourself and others just in general better themselves, not just physically, but mentally. And uh, it's a root of exercise rather than here's a pill. Take this. All right. Well, you know, I, I love that. You know, I just had to ask that just because like there's always the perception 100%. and like we always want to get unpack those things. So, you know, like more about the family life, you know, like we're talking about like, you know, a little bit earlier, like you know, we're to someone's like you like, as you said, you know, immigrant, immigrant parents, yes. immigrant parents. How was that? You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about like, you know, where your family's from. You know, when when they come out here, all that. Let's get into that. Uh, so my family, uh, my mom and dad were from Vietnam. They're from, uh, both of them are different. One, They're both from the South, but like my mom's kind of middle class, high class, because mm-hmm. she just came from that aspect. She had like 12 brothers and sisters, which is a little bit insane compared to my dad who had three brothers and I'm sisters. I'm not going to lie to you though. My, my dad has like 11 <laughs> brothers and sisters. So yeah, like, it's, you know, it, it happens. hard in the home in the homeland. So, um, <laughs> it's, it's tough, but my parents migrated here, um, wanting obviously a better life. My dad came when it was kind of like war times. So oh, he, shit. he came on like the boat. So it, it was, it was tough for him Whereas my mom kind of got flown in. Um, so in a way she's a little bit better off because she came from a little bit of money. Um, with my dad really had nothing to his name. So when he came here, he still worked at the same job, to be honest. Um, he works right next to our old high school, to be honest. Oh, shit. That big-ass building beside, uh, behind the train tracks. Okay, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's kind of where he, where he works. And uh, he's been there for almost 30, 35 years now, which is a long time. Grinding. He's just grinding. And, and he's kind of moved himself up into that ladder um, of management, which is cool because it shows that even as someone who doesn't know the language and the English mm-hmm. and just all that. They it, it, it's crazy how like far hard work can take you. Cause like what you're saying is like, and it's, it's kind of crazy even when you think about like your parents and like the aspect that they come from two different type of realities. Yeah. And it's like, one is like not saying like had an easier route, but then like there's one that you could tell like there's out the mud and there's like, you know, yeah, you, you had a little, you had a little bit of a ride. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm absolutely, hundred percent. And and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like it's just crazy the comparison to see and like you know, and you as being a product of that, and even like what we were talking about earlier, like before we were rolling, like you mm-hmm. know, how does that affect you now? Like you know, with this, them two being from like different realities, and I, then even with like from being immigrants on top of it. I think I get the best of both worlds because I get to really saw how they, how hard they had to work to kind of build a family, build a life here, a whole new life, um, obviously not knowing the language and now seeing where they are. Mind you, they're still in that very old school and traditional aspect of how their way of living was back there. So when you ask them about investments and risk and, and doing all this extra stuff, they usually are hoarding everything because they don't know what's going to happen at the end of, end of the day, whether mm-hmm. the stock market is going to crash, whether like their home is not going to be anywhere. They're still in that mindset. Um, don't trust the banks. They don't trust exactly, <laughs> so it's very hard in that aspect to build from them. But even though they've been here now 27, 28, 29 years, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, it's um, it's a lot for them to overcome. And uh, I feel like that's a lot. That's not just my parents. That's a lot of Asian parents, but a lot of immigrant parents as well. Mm-hmm. Right? They come over with five dollars to their name, or even nothing to their name, and they gotta build from scratch. And it's it's very intimidating, especially in today's 
age. I couldn't. I couldn't even imagine it. To be honest, in any age, because like yeah. I think of myself as being like uh, implanted in another country where I don't even speak the language, and then being like, yeah, just make it. Like, <laughs> like it, it, it's mind blowing to me. It's like, all right, yeah, it's like someone just dropping me in like the middle, of, like I don't know, Saudi Arabia with no money and being like, all right, you know, make your Do way it. around. Yeah. Like, you know, or like, it's just, it, it, it's mind boggling to be honest. And this, the, the strength that it takes to do that is like amazing. Really. I, I think that's where I get a lot of like the, the resilience and the vigilance that I go through because not being the tallest kid, not being the smartest kid, being a visible minority, there was always things working against my favor in success. And um, easily I could have turned the corner and, and said, fuck it, I'm going to live into this kind of, um, label that has been given mm-hmm. to me but i'm like oh, i want more than this i want more in life i want to do better i want to be better not just for them but for me because mm. at the end of the day i have to live my life right so the product of both their hard efforts and their hard work and to um come out of school and to be able to find a job and to do well now it's um making an impact on others is what i it's what really makes me tick i mean that's beautiful you know i always feel like you know the the most important like goal in life is to have people that insp- to inspire other people absolutely because that's absolutely. that's the only way we build because like we're not no one's gonna be here forever yes but the point is is to spark somebody that's gonna like change the cause of whatever's going on like you know change the mindsets and to help push people forward because we know we're not gonna be here forever absolutely you know? absolutely right but. You know that's that, that that's the thing that we all need us we all need to tap into more. You know, myself included. You know, but that's that's what we're here for right now. We're trying to inspire everybody. <laughs> no, no, Mike. We gonna go back now a little bit more. We gonna go back. We gonna talk about like some hobbies and like some of the things that you did for fun now growing up. Like, okay. You know, especially in like you know the environments that you grew up. In. Yeah. Know. Okay. So um, some of the stuff I did growing up um, well, not most of the legal stuff. Yeah, uh, not, not to say that I did drugs or I was involved in, with any gang stuff, but like we would do missions, as we like to call them. Yeah. Just because we watch a lot of TV and we see shit online, and like we want to do kid stuff. Like you want to go to the a little bit mischievous. Yeah, mischievous. Yeah. You want to do random shit. Like you want to take some eggs and fucking egg someone's house, yeah. or you want to go down to the stream and just like jump in the water, kind of thing. Because I now nowadays kids don't do that. Nowadays kids are so it's screen time. If they're involved with technology, right? So I know six-year-olds who come with the newest iPhone and you're like, the fuck? Or the newest iPad? Bro, it boggles my mind when I see, like, those little kids with the phones like that because it's like, damn, I didn't have a phone until I was, like, almost in high school. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I didn't get my first until I was 18 because there was really, I didn't see a need for it. I was still getting around. I still had things done. I still Mm -hmm. communicated, right? But now take away their phones or their devices and their technology. They don't know what to do with themselves. Yeah. So I think it's also like poor parenting nowadays too because they're relying too much on technology to shut the kids up, shut the kids out, and also like to teach the kids. Nowadays, honestly, a six-year-old can just find a porn site and just go. You would go never crazy. know. To be honest, it, it's funny. You would see like I've, I've I've heard stories of like you know children like they don't even know how to read, but they can find those things on yeah. the internet. It's crazy. It's like you don't even know how to read. How did you find this? That's correct. That's correct. So my boy sent me like the friends are now. Online presence is a huge thing, especially with COVID in the past two mm-hmm. and a half, three years, right? Kids are always online. So who's to say like they don't have group chats and they just send memes, gifts, and then all of a sudden they send some tits, some ass. 
Damn. Right? Yo, the internet is a scary place. I mean, we, we try to keep it safe out here. We, we, we try to keep it safe out here. But God damn. The internet is a scary fucking place. <laughs> so, like, you know, we're going to talk a bit more, bit more about, like, some, like, the passions that you had when you were younger. And, like, what are some that have still pushed through to this day? Um, Some passions I had were, like, sports. I really wanted to do sports, like, something high-level sports. What was, it, what was your favorite sport? Um, I played a lot of track. I did a lot of track uh, because I was a sprinter. I like running short distances, but super burst of uh, burst of energy and all that. It just kind of got me high on that fact. Like, yo, I'm faster than the, than the next guy. I wanted to be speed. What was your favorite race? Um, like in what sense? And like you know, like it was it like you know, a hundred meter. Oh, it's hundred meter for sure. Like, bro, when you watch Sonic when you're growing up, yeah. you're like, yo, you gotta go fast, bro. Yeah, or you fucking watch like Naruto that. and you're like. And you're like, yo, I want to run like that. And you start going crazy. And so when you see stuff like that, you're like, speed is obviously speed kills. Mm, that's so very true. Fast, I'm right? not going to lie to you. Funny enough, one of my favorite, like, Disney superhero cartoons was The Incredibles. Oof. And I always wanted to be, was Dash? Yeah, Dash. Yeah, I wanted to be Dash. You know? I was like, yo, what do you need? I'm, I'm everywhere. Just, I'm gone. sick. That dude's sick. No, I'm th- that's what I'm saying. So, like, that, that was, like, some of, like, I really wanted to do something like that career-wise as well but as i like age and i'm like ooh, i'm not tall enough for that i'm not big enough for that i never mm. really had the resources to do that from a professional level mm. there's no i'm so behind compared to kids who did that when they're eight-year-old starting yeah right i'm starting now at 16 i'm just like at, there's almost 10 years gap i'm so behind it's crazy when you, when i notice like certain sports where it's like if you don't start when you're like four five six years old you can never really compete with the kids at your age level because they've been doing this. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like a lot of the individual sports are like that. So you can say like track, tennis, golf. And then when I think about like other sports, like, like baseball, because it's like, it's so specialized. Yeah. Like gymnastics, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it's, there's a lot of things where they're, they're so specialized where I feel like if you don't start that at young age, you have to be, extraordinarily gifted and talented to actually excel to even compete yeah because say yo i can do this because these kids have been they they live this yeah like you know and like it's just it's just a crazy experience to see like and like for someone as me where it's like i like my favorite sort of you already know is ball playing basketball where it's like bro you see people make the nba like they just started playing basketball like seven years ago (laughs) They're just gifted to be like you know yeah. six nine or something, and you can teach them how to how to play the game. Yeah, absolutely. So it's it's tough in that sense. So that's where I was kind of trying to go with it until I'm like, nah, like let me take more of like how do I combine sports and teaching all in one? So I obviously wanted to be a gym teacher, and then that I did too. I'm not, I'm not alive. <laughs> pretty big influences in our life when when it came to like the gym and the fitness and all that. And that's where I really wanted to excel in and to kind of teach our passion to the next bud, the next, next, next generation. generation yeah, yeah. Um, but then, obviously, knowing the school system and how fucked up, how political it is, yeah. it ain't it. It ain't it. So then I, then I took the doctor route. I'm like, yo, let me now get into kind of like medicine or like trying to do something with this. And then I found out that that's not for me because prescribing pills is it's not the way to go. So how do I make this happy marriage of health and medicine aspect? with sports so i'm like yo it has to be a gym teacher but now what's another uh another route so Mm. i said i chose personal trainer 
because then I can really touch and inspire so many on a larger scale than just a class of 20 on a daily basis. I can see hundreds of people on a daily basis, whether it's a for, uh, for a consultation or for actual training. Mm. Right. And I, I love the thought about it. We're, we're going to tap more into that. Don't get me wrong. We're going to get back into that. We're going to talk about his, his transformation too. Don't sleep. My, my homie didn't always look like this. You know what I'm saying? This is a lot of hard work and, and, and you know, blood, sweat, and tears. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But I, I do want to have a, a, I had an interesting question for you just because like, you know, like we were talking about earlier, you know, minority, mm-hmm. son of the immigrant, immigrants, and just like growing up now, and like the environment that we did, especially in the West and, and the Rex, like, you know, how, what are your views on society? And like, how do you feel about it now like going forward? Like, you know, um, I still think it's pretty fucked up, to be honest. Like, uh, I don't think much has improved in the sense of like the government really isn't helping us, um, at least for us in this area. Yeah, sure, there's sure. construction going on. Sure, there's some new <laughs> residential buildings, but that's more for business and economical um rises but when it comes down to actually helping the people there who are living there and the businesses there i highly doubt much much has changed from 10 years ago 20 years ago that's why it's it's been so shitty so it's a it's kind of like we're the product of our environment in a sense yeah like it, it, it's rough coming out the west then like you know i think like like a lot of people like uh, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier like off camera where it's like growing up in the west then you have a little mixture of like all groups of different people yeah but then it's hard because like there's just not much resources for like especially the kids like Absolutely. growing up like you said where you even what you were saying earlier like things that you're doing for fun like yeah the kitchen is like most of the things that you probably shouldn't be doing the reason why that's probably happening is because there ain't programs for you to do at that age 100 percent. there's nothing there for us so we kind of have to make fun and do ourselves right but it was really cool because you connected with another person that didn't look like you but had the same views or came from the same environment as you Mm -hmm. so it was really cool in building kind of a multi-diverse friend group facts because like my whole life it was always like that funny enough my first friends you know saying were you know russell rio and reynard shout out to my guys that you know saying my filipino brothers you know saying man i'm like four years old they're my next door neighbors you know saying you know those were my guys i'd like it was nothing to me. Like, that was, like, normal. That, like, yeah, my best friend's, like, Asian. And, That's you know, it. I got, like, you know, my black homies down the That's street. It, you know what I'm saying? Got, like, you know, homegirl over here with the hijab on. <laughs> that wasn't abnormal. Like, it was, like, this is a regular thing. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's, like, I just love that we had that. But at the same time, it's, like, crazy how, like, we can have that. But then still see, like, there's a lot of struggle at the yeah. same time. In it, like, and you don't really realize it as a kid until like you get older, and you're like, "Damn!" <laughs> you look back, and you're like, "Wow, I fucking went through that." Yeah, and you're like, "Shit, I feel sorry for now the kids that are going through that, right?" Because nowadays it's honestly worse with, uh, with technology and with kind of like society and and how things are so red taped. Yeah, it's it, it's rough, and and like uh, and for kids, I feel like because they live in this like highlight society. Yeah. They feel like they got to be perfect all the time. That's why Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, people are always adding these filters and like (laughs) 14 year old girls are now looking like they're 20 year olds. And you're scary. It's yeah. And then God forbid they they get in the wrong environment, wrong situations. And and it it turns into something more. 
right? But same with the with the young men, right? The yeah. young men are now more or less. I gotta look this part. I gotta be this. I gotta be flexing. Like, yeah, you know, I gotta so have like, all I gotta, the bands. Yeah, so all the like, bands. Yeah. I gotta look like I have my shit together at sixteen. Well, bro, you're only a kid. Like you don't even know what life is yet. So how are you flexing all of daddy's money or mommy's money? And, you don't even have your first job at McDonald's yet. You know, it's it, it's funny because like I even when I look back on those times, I used to think I do everything. Like I feel like everyone feels that way when they look back on those ages, and it's like I didn't even know shit. Like even like in my mid twenties, I feel like I still didn't know shit. Wow. Like I was just I was just learning the game. I'm like, yo, this is real life. Real life is hard. Life is fucking hard. So imagine all those kids who have like. Who are sorry? All those teenagers who have kids at such a young age, right? They get mm. locked up, or a party happen, and then boom, unprotected sex, and then here we go. You're taking care of a whole other human. That's right. You don't, you even, don't even know, know how to take care of yourself. Exactly. You don't even know how to do your own goddamn taxes yet. And I just learned how to do my taxes like two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Shout out H and R Bank online. H and R Block. Sorry, you know. Let me get it right. But like, nah, like for real though, because like. I feel like that's the thing, especially like, like you said, in this highlight society that like so many things that are, I feel like that, like they highlight a lot of the positives without a lot of the struggles. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, they hi- highlight a lot of like women who like, you know, have like their bodies done and then it puts out this image of like unattainableness that is not obtained naturally. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, this is the standard of beauty, but the standard of beauty is not naturally attainable. That's correct. So it's That's it's correct. like an oxymoron where it just doesn't make any sense. Which it's like, that's what I'm saying, which it doesn't make any sense how to promote that as a natural thing when it's not. And as in, it's like the reverse, I feel, for guys in a sense where maybe it's not like physically, but it's like, okay, now you should have all your shit together at like fucking, like you said, 16 years old. You should have like ten bands yeah. and just be like you know doing your thing like like not, not everyone has it like that yeah. like, you know and it's, it's not realistic it's not something that that is attainable in that sense but people want that lifestyle people want that luxury that life that high roller life like I got my shit but in reality you really don't because you don't look like that naturally but you also don't have that much money at that age <laughs> mind you some kids do because they have rich parents yeah They're great. But that's a different situation. That's like the top one percent, mm-hmm. and even then, like it's still not theirs. Yeah, it's not, it's not theirs to be like, yo, I made this or this is mine. I've come from so far. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, you know, some people be on third base acting like they hit home runs. You know, yeah, so that's that's been that's been the case. So, but like you know, it, it, it's just crazy. But like that, that's how society can do us sometimes. But you know, you just kind of find to work your way through it. But mm-hmm. another thing though, I want to ask you because this is always a big thing on the show is the mental health aspect of things and i want to like know a situation where you first kind of like encounter like i need to check my mental health about like you know a situation that happened i need to be like yo whoa like you know i need to check myself mentally not like you know just like you know that's a huge question that's a huge i love the fact that you asked that question it's a big thing because like the reason i like not not to cut you off but like Mm -hmm. the reason why i like start asking i've asked everybody that question is because Throughout my own journey, especially like with the spinal cord injury and everything, I really had to check myself. As much as I thought I was strong mentally, I had to really check myself because it was like, this is a tough situation. And I felt like going through this situation like that and talking with others, it helps other people. So I like, you know, I always want to put pay it forward. So I always ask somebody to, you know, 
nice. I, I really respect that. Um, for me, oof, that's a big one. That's actually why I got into fitness. Um, well, off camera, we were talking about this guy named Rich. Uh, shout out to Rich, Rich uh, Richard Filler. Oh, yo, my uh, gosh. That, that my was, arms are sore to say <laughs> that name. Um, so that that was my one of my mentors uh, in high school. Um, we did the Rich program after I left. Um, after I graduated, I came back to do it as like an after school program. And that helped not just physically, but it helped a lot of students mentally. Mm. Um, just because we'll exercise in a group um, for like, let's say 40 minutes. And then the last 20 minute discussion will be like, yo, what's going on in your life? Or have you heard the news on what's going on? Just so we can stay connected, but also like figure out how some of them think, right? Whether some of them may be quiet in class, they don't feel like mm. they have the voice out there. But after exercise, they're like, oh, fuck. We're pushing together, and then we feel as a unit, we can talk together. So it's kind of like a bonding experience. So then talking about that, we found out a lot of kids aren't in the right headspace, to be honest. And it's it's sad because you get to talk to them. Some of them at the age of 16 are going through depression, anxiety. Body dysmorphia is a huge thing mm. in today's um, highlighted society. Can you, can you talk about more of that, just especially as like with the profession that you're in, just like yeah, how absolutely. that affects the youth? Um, so now being a personal trainer at, as you know, Tap Out Fitness over here. This, and shout this, out. This, shout is where, out. this is where I my home base is now. I deal with a lot of people who go through um, the obesity factor, whether now they're in their 50s or they're in their teens. Um, and it's hard. You really get to see how much it affects them from a standpoint physically. Mm. Because now it's just now, okay, you are overweight, but what does that do to you mentally? And you can really see how destructive it is to them where they're not eating because people are calling them fat or they stress eat because people are calling them fat. So mm. there's so many ways and avenues of taking this and God forbid it can lead to suicidal. It can lead to like way worse. And it, and I've actually had a client last year who came, who his mom came to us because he was 60 pounds overweight at the age of 25 and he, and he would not leave his room. He would stay in his room, play yeah. videos, video games all day. Um, and he's our age, so like looking mm -hmm. at him, I'm just like he's he could be my little brother for crying out loud, and he's going through that. Um, his mom came knocking. It was, this was during COVID time, so his mom came knocking on our doors, and we're like, "Who's who's this woman? Like, <laughs> maybe she's lost." But she came in, and she she almost broke down in tears, begging us for help her son. Mm -hmm. Like she begged and pleaded, help her son because she doesn't know what to do and she doesn't know where to go. Um, so and she's a nurse, so to hear a nurse who has the background in health has an idea of yeah. what, like how to help but then she still doesn't know how to help exactly come to us and be like hey please whatever it takes i want you to help my son we took this as this was my in a way my first client yeah. and i took this to heart because i want to do him justice and i want to do this right so we trained literally three or four times a week and it wasn't just the training aspect it was more or less the talking aspect he needed a friend he needed someone there to support him he needed someone to guide him through Some, the obstacles that he was going through. Sometimes I feel like that's all people need is just somebody to just be like, yo, it's hard as fuck, but I'm here for you though. Absolutely. That's that's all that's all you need, right? Because a lot of people nowadays don't want to talk to each other. A lot of people can't talk to their parents at home because they don't understand the struggles that they're going through and vice versa. Mm -hmm. We don't understand the struggle that they went to, through. So it's just like, how do I relate to you? But how do you relate to me? I feel like... The big thing is like vulnerability because like I was talking to somebody about this the other day where it's like nowadays everybody wants to be like 
act like they have no feelings because they're scared to get their feelings hurt. Oh, hundred percent. I think like it, it kind of doesn't make any sense to me because it's like if you're more vulnerable, it just helps everything instead of like because it's like whatever you're vulnerable about and you just kind of just let it out there, it's out there now. Yeah. So well, look how society per, per, perceives males, right? You gotta be tough. You got you can't be a bitch. You can't cry. Mm-hmm. Speak my language. Um, but for the most part. That's why now men are so huge on the suicidal rates because they they feel so cooped up and so locked away that they can't voice their opinions. They can't ex- express their emotional feelings. And that sucks because we're taught, don't cry. Boys don't cry. Girls cry. It's facts. And it, it, it's crazy for me because, like, growing up, I, I was, like, you hear the exact same things like that. But then I've been through situations where it's, like, Especially like for me, mainly I'd say like like when it was like losing like some of my friends, it's like seeing everybody crying, and it's like I'm crying, and it's like now there's sometimes like I I mean I I'll be by myself just crying because it's like I'd be thinking about some shit, like yo life is crazy, bro, yeah, like bro. like this is this is some bull, this is some shit that we'd have been through, and it's like I'm not afraid to do that even in front of people because I feel like that's like a strength of mine because it's like i'm not scared like that doesn't make me less of a like man man, you know quote unquote because like i can cry and say like yeah i'm having a fucking hard time with some whatever the fuck i'm going through yeah people think it's associated with weakness right you're crying you're vulnerable etc etc but when i was going through my depression back in 2018 like um there's this bridge in scarborough honestly um that I thought of jumping off of. Oh fuck! I I thought. Thank like, God you didn't. You know. Yeah, no, but it was, it was the easy way out, right? You always think of like, yo, would my life be better without me being here? But then, thinking about it, I broke down like crazy because I'm just like, yo, look how many lives I'm impacting and can still impact in in my early days and still with not even early days as I get older. Um, I wouldn't have met the people that I've met now and those who influenced my life. If I were to just be like, yo, fuck it, I'm going to jump. And I was going through some shit. Even though I finished school, I had a, I had started my career. I had a good job to start. I feel like it wasn't the money that motivated me, but it was just the mentality of, am I doing good? Because I was still lost. Even though I had my shit together, or it looked like I had my shit together from, from the outside. Inside, I was like breaking because I was working all these crazy hours. I was burning out. I felt like I didn't have anyone to talk to. I like I think that's like one thing that I love that you like kind of tapped into where it's like from the outside looking in, it looks like you got it set. But then people don't realize like that's not always the case on the inside. Like, bro, like it may look like that, but like I I'm lost. Yeah. That's why some of the people that have honestly the brightest and biggest smile, you're like, wow, they look so happy. Behind closed doors, they could be going through a divorce. Behind closed doors, they could have lost their mom. But behind closed doors, you don't know the shit that they're dealing with internally. That's some of the realest shit I've ever heard. So, lie to you. Yeah, one of the big things that my boss um, my boss tells me, um, he's so cool. His name is Barry Moore. And Shout out to Barry. And, and <laughs> Barry Moore. Oh, Barry Moore. Barry Sorry. Moore. The whole yeah, thing. The whole it's thing. like a pimp name. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to say the whole thing. Yeah. But he says he never says someone is just a so for example Deej, you're just a janitor mm-hmm. you're just a teacher you're just you're so much more than just mm. a right so that's why he never he never treats someone as just a janitor just a garbage man just a server he treats them as a human being and then he 
tells them and he brings them along kind of with this journey because they probably everyone probably looks at them as I'm just a garbage man. I'm just a server. They treat me like shit because mm. I'm in this role and and profession, right? So that's what I've now embodied and 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 kind of given out there energy wise. You're not just a to me. You're a human being. You're a person. You have your own values. You are a person of life. And uh, I love that because it's like people don't under, like people underestimate how like complex human beings are. Absolutely. Like yeah, you may like this is your profession and this is what you do for a living and whatnot but like that doesn't mean that you don't love to do other things absolutely and i feel like that's a great thing to highlight because most people they get trapped into oh i'm this yeah like oh we're from the hood uh, we're we're always gonna be in the hood it's 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 funny because like it's like you know i had carlisle on the show before and we were talking about things like that where it's like growing up in the hood especially like for me it's like being black it's like I'm getting into acting and everything like that. Back in the day, that wasn't cool. Well, that made you look weird. You're, you're yeah. a weirdo. You're like, you yeah. know, it's like, you, yeah, you maybe you took the one drama class because you needed the art credit. Pretty it's much. Like, what do you mean you're like, what do you mean you're acting? Fam? And look at him now. Right? You know what I'm saying? That's my stuff. mentor, you know? So great. shout out to Lizzie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guy. I love him, you know? But like no, but for real though, it's like it's just crazy how the, like the the perceptions that that people can have, like you know, depending on like you know wherever you come or your upbringing, it's just like that people can be so multiverse, like oh, you 100%. know, like that's just because I'm from here or I do this, that doesn't mean that there's a lot of things like you know we're all humans are onions, yeah. You know, peel, peel back a layer. There's something else under. Yes, I love that actually. Like that's why that's why I'm always like, you, like I said, you're the product of your environment, and it shapes you. Yes, but you can't succumb to it. Mm. You can't be living in it and living what people think of you. You got to do something for yourself and make make your own mark. Facts. I th- I love like, that because it's like, I always think of myself as like a very similar in aspect where it's like. Yeah, I'm a product of an environment because obviously, like, you're going to be how you are because of where you grew up, like we were talking about earlier. But it's like, at the same time, you can always carve your own lane because we're so multi, like, diverse as people. Absolutely. Where it's like, you can just tap into whatever that other side of you is. Yeah. And sometimes that could be the thing that you love and then boom. You just make it. You know, make a career out of that. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, yeah, you know I love that. And like, that's like something that you were doing because, like, you know, as you were saying earlier, where it's like, okay, do I get into the medical field and just prescribe people things, or can I find a way to really be more on the ground level and mix that with my love of athletics? Because like, no, I've always loved doing this yeah. shit anyways. Like, oh, you yeah. know, and I just love that you could like put that together. Like, you know, that's like you know a, a, a super like that's just that's just lit because it's like a lot of people don't really find that connection yeah. i feel like a lot of people just do things because all right this makes me money or th- th- that's pretty much it because i if feel I'm like good I'm like, at this i'll do it yeah no. instead of like i'd love to do this i want to do this how can i mix them that's it <laughs> you it's like you're a dj no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> i like that one i like that one we mix it up you know what i'm saying well, but uh, so like I, I kind of want to talk too. Like you know, we were talking about like you know earlier when like the mental health issues and like all that. Like, what were some things that you help like cope help you cope to like get through to the next next side of it, where you're like, yeah, this actually helped build me instead of break me. 
Talking about build, yeah, exercise was something I used as a huge, huge outlet. Just because of not just what it made you physically, but and but some of the endorphins and the serotonin aspect that it gives off from you mentally. Because your brain releases all these different things when you work out. So I felt better, not just physically, my muscles were sore. I felt like shit some days. I'm like, yo, I'm sore. Like, this shit hurts. But mentally, I'm like, fuck yeah, I did that. Fact. I'm able to push that. I'm able to do that. And then I pat myself on the back like, yo, I'm back. Mind you, like I was telling you guys earlier, he did not always look no, like this. No, sir. Michael, my, Mike, no. back in the day when he was went by Michael, like he <laughs> said, you know what I'm saying? But like back then, he was a He like, always called him Mike anyway. So yeah, I, yeah, I've been doing that from day one, you know? But like, he was just like more like this, this skinny and small like Asian dude, like, you know, that typical. you would expect. Yeah, typical Asian now, dude. Oh, my, like, bro. Like this guy's like solid, like no, like you know, no cap, no pun intended. It's just like, and like the transformation, I love it because like I haven't seen you from the ground up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yes, yes, and so it's like as you're talking about this now, and like how you said, like because honestly, me is like obviously being like athletic too. I know about like how working out physically can help you mentally because like you said, those feelings that you get afterwards yeah. where you're just like. Damn, I didn't think I could do that shit, but then look at me now. Yeah, you yeah, feel uh, nice. I'm about to hit that again tomorrow, yeah. too. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, that's that's why from a mental state, it has helped me flourish so much because of where I came from and kind of being lost. I think exercise was something I could always go back to and know I can, I can pursue something that makes me happy. Um, and honestly, the physical transformation comes with the product that's a byproduct of what you're going through mm-hmm. it literally has saved me from sanity it, it, it to this day it's what keeps me sane because i know i can go in and i'm going to hit legs i know i'm going in i'm going to do chest i know i'm going i'm going to do back but then it's the aspect of like i'm always challenging myself mentally because i want to be better than the previous day i mm-hmm. want to always push for more and um a big role model of mine is mr mamba himself yeah, you know, shout out to the mom, like, man, mama mentality, like, bro. You have to go in with that mentality and the intensity of doing it right. You can't just go in and do a, a pussy workout. You can't go in and just, yeah, I'll just walk on the treadmill. Mind you, that is great effort. So don't take it the wrong way. Like the fact that you're in the gym, it's great that you're getting the effort in. But now if you want to really make a change, it's the intensity that you go with it. Now and gotta, that's in life. Yeah, you got to start jogging a little bit eventually. Exactly. Yeah. You got to crawl before you walk. You got to walk before you run, right? So you can't just run and you can't just do that backwards, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's huge that that exercise, as easy as a as a tool and res, and as accessible as it is, people neglect it so much nowadays that it's honestly sad to see how society really views on exercise. I feel you a lot on that just because, like, as you said, like, you know, coming from an era, like, where we kind of, like, we had the technology, but we're still outside. Yeah. And it's, like, and then on top of that, being, like, an athletic person. Yeah. It's just, like, it's crazy to see, like, I, I remember sometimes I'll be going back to my old neighborhood and I'll be, like, it's a nice hot summer day. I'll be looking at the ball court. Like, sometimes there's people out there, but I'm, like. Most times it's empty. Yeah. And I'm, like, when I'm, like, when, I, when we were kids, like. That part was this is hot. Just, this is the place to be. Like, Day strong, yeah, hot. It was like, you know, <laughs> ball court, it's hot day, everybody's outside. Yeah. Like, you know, you gotta hit the ball court, bro. You hit the ball court, you shit talk, you get your cardio in. At the end of the day, it's it's all game. Yeah, it's all love. Like, yeah, it's you know, it's like, you know, it's, 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 a, it's just ball. <laughs> that, exactly. was, that was always the term after. Yeah. It's just ball. It's like, yeah, we, we do what we need to, but at the end of the day, like, we have fun with it. Yeah, and I feel like I, that that's so neglected now because, like, 
kids aren't even, I feel like they're not even really pursuing sports like that. And if they are, it's like they're only trying to like look good for like highlights, like, you know. Oh, like, absolutely. It's like for me, it's like I like, you know, because like I said, basketball is always my sport. So I always go back. But it's like I always say it's like the Steph Curry effect. I love Steph Curry. Don't get me wrong. But then Everyone I hate throwing up. I hate the effect that he had on basketball in a whole in a sense of where it's like these kids nowadays would rather take a transition three pointer instead of just going to the lane and finish up the, the wide open layup. Yeah. Like th- like you'd rather take a shot that a good percentage chance is forty percent than this eighty percent of your chance making you making the shot. That's maybe that is one one shot, one point less, but like, bro. Like, yeah, you think Steph would like? He always just does that. No, like exactly. A made two is better than a miss three. But it's like nowadays in this highlight society, people don't think about that. It's all like, okay, how do I how do I get all my made threes to on this tape so it looks good? It's aesthetics. It's It's the same with the with the gym, right? Guys at first coming to the gym and gals wanting to lose weight to look sexy. They want they want to look good in bed. Is is what. <laughs> Right. I want to look good when I'm naked. Yeah, pretty pretty much. But like, you got to think long term. You got to think way past that. Mm-hmm. What is this going to do for you mentally? What is this going to do for you from a longevity and from a health perspective? Mm-hmm. Right? You can't just go in like, yeah, I want to. Like at first, that could be a goal. Don't get me wrong. But then, as you continue training and you continue building your mindset up, that changes. That shifts one one eighty easily to be like, oh fuck. Like the byproduct. Yeah, I'm not looking better, but now. My joints are better. I'm uh, having less pain. I can move better. I can. It's the little better. things, like you know. That's what I'm saying. I can keep up with my kids. I don't have to feel sleepy at work uh, anymore, right? So it's all these other uh, things that come with it. Benefits. Yeah, I feel like the people don't really like. Yeah, they don't see the the, the the other things. They just think about like, oh yeah, I just want to look this way. Well, I'm like, you get a lot of physical benefits out of it, you know. So like, no, Mike. Before we wrap up, though. There's a couple of things I did want to ask you. Mm. You know, I'm always a fan of tattoos. So whenever I said, yes, I got the ink on here. I always got to ask a little <laughs> about it. Like, you know, I see you got your shits right here. Let's, let me, let, let's, let's, let's get into it. Like, what, 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 what even inspired you to kind of like do this in the first place? There's a lot of things that goes on with my tattoos. My, it's not done yet. I want to get my full sleeve done. Um, but my the theme that I'm going for with my arm, it's more of like a rustic ancient theme but it has to do with family it ties in with family mm-hmm. so for example like the maple leaves i have three maple leaves on my on my wrist i got a maple leaf on my wrist there you go <laughs> there you go i love it so the leaves represent me and my siblings because we were canadian but we're vietnamese and we're mm. vietnamese canadian the colors now are the are the unique part. So I have one that's like burnt orange. I have one that's like bright red, and one's kind of like middle. Oh. So the colors of the leaves change as seasons go on. Mm, so I basically, it's the age. So I'm more of the burnt orange because I'm already of the eldest. I'm the eldest of three, mm. of two. And um, and for example, my sister, your youngest, is the brightest red because she's kind of just flourishing now. She's getting to that stage of kind of like blooming. Mm. Whereas my brother's kind of in the middle, but I chose him to also be upside down for me because we butt heads a lot. <laughs> so that's that's a big thing. He's the opposite of me in that sense. Um, but why I also chose leaves is because once the leaves fall off the tree, they kind of fly in different directions. No leaves always fly in the same direction. Yo, bro, your shit, your right? shit, your shit's like deeper than oh, like the whole, whole like. Look, I love it. Though. I, I, love I it. took 
years to really kind of calculate what I wanted to do with it. Which um, I feel a lot of people should do because, like, you know. It's permanent, right? It's exactly. on you and you want it to represent something. So, also, in the Asian culture, we don't say I love you too much. So, we had Asian friends and whatnot. Mm. They really, they with their tiger parents and whatnot, they never really say I love you. You get the rare, the rare ones, though. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I've never really said it to my siblings or like my my mom or dad like to that extent like I, right. I really meant kind of like yeah I love you too kind of uh, okay. but this really now solidifies that I really love my siblings and my family even though sometimes I want to mm. fucking kill them. Well, you know um, I'll take some pain for you don't hundred percent hundred percent don't sleep don't yo, sleep yo so there's just so much that goes on and then like I'll just tie it in I have the tree of life right here Yidrasil is what I call it mm-hmm. it's in North Mythos uh, mythology. And it represents my parents. So going back to what I said about the leaves, we've fallen off our parents, my parents as the trees. Now we're going all our own separate ways, doing mm-hmm. different things in life, career-wise, etc., etc. So it's a uh, it's cool what I get to do with my tattoos. I, I love that. I Thank love you. that, bro. Because like you know, I, I I love tattoos. You know what I'm saying? I just got a new one. Like you know, fuck. I saw a little bit. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'll show you a little bit later. You know what I'm saying? But like. But like yeah, like you know that that one I just had to get like you know because it was this, yeah it was more of this one of those things like it was like you know just a bus the bus route that just ran through the neighborhood and I'm like yeah mm. this is the bus that took me out of the hood so I gotta get this because I'm, I'm trying to like I, I'm trying to make it and excel out of the hood and nice. like this is this was at a young age without my parents yeah this is how I got it yeah and. It meant something to me, especially because, like, you know, that bus route don't exist no more. They change the number and everything. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, it, it, you know, it, it means a little bit more to you. me. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my 96C bus well, catchers. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, only the real ones know. Yep, but, you know? Yep. but, like, you know, on another note, though, like, you know, to, to wrap this up, though, like, I want to know, Mike, like, what's 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 the future hold for you? What, what are you doing currently and what's, what's going on moving forward? So, like I said, I still am a, a personal trainer, but... I'm not just a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. So not just uh remember that. Yeah. So I, I manage the the gym, I am the fitness, uh the head fitness trainer, I am the fitness consultant, and I'm fitness manager. <laughs> so I do a lot of different roles when it comes to Got different, to that. you know, we operate di- different Yeah, hats. so so it's it's cool when I get to do different things in that aspect. Um but the future holds for me one day as we expand and whatnot, I would love to run the club myself and mm. to have a little bit more of my contributions from kind of like an executive level mm. um, where I can create this uh, kind of like what we had at Rich Program and uh, for others because we I, I know that, I know what we went through and I know how hard it is so I want to kind of create a safe place for people to come exercise where there's no judgment and it's not even like a fit for less kind of thing it's mm. like more like you're all inclusive no matter where and where, where you come from um, and uh, sorry what was that last part again Nah, just just about like you know what was going forward. And, going like, forward, know, there's just there's going back to Barrymore, like huge inspiration for me. Like ever since I met him, he's like my biggest role model um, in life. Um, there's a saying he said. He says, uh, "Rising tides floats all boats." Mm-hmm. So as tide comes in from the water, all the boats, no matter where you are, all float. Mm. So the boats around me are the peers and those who are in my life. Mm. I want to elevate them as much as I elevate. What's the point of being on top alone? And no, there's no better way to end it than just like that. I hope you all want to be some rising tides to the people around yes, you. Yes, sir. And we all elevate it. We all be on top together. Yes, sir. Yes, I sir. love it. Mike, thank you for coming no, through. You, so you know what I'm saying? That's how we do it out <laughs> here. You know what I'm saying? This is the real world podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Shout out. Uh, you know, we'll we hit you guys back up next time. Like, comment, subscribe, all that. We're getting into that now. <laughs> <laughs> and we go. Nice.